Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7.
Hi, everybody. Hyvää Konnichiwa. And a very pleasant good evening to you. Wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here, found on Vancouver's Technodelic Campus Community Radio Station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional ancestral in an unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland and the Hunkamine-speaking Coast Salish peoples. From Lions Bay to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, then dipping south across the Salish Sea, to all the ships and creatures in the water of our friends over at CFUV at the University of Victoria are overlapping since we do share the same frequency. Our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else, their net takes you. Find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you will see the Exploding Head Movies show page. It contains track listings and downloads for this episode. Once the live broadcast is done, along with most of our recent ones, going back nine of our 15 years. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, Stitcher, and various other services. For those times, you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless Perhaps you're in your car with the top down or the windows open or some other exposure to the wonderful sunlight, which I'm now staring directly into. True sign that spring's finally struck here. Perhaps you're listening to us on a beach or in the woods. That's what we're available for. But the podcast and the streaming is available there too. And I've lost the point of this sentence already. But at the very least, you can stream if you can't catch us on your radio. And the podcast is available case you can't stream live at all. My name's Gak, and I will be the man behind the mask for the next two hours, so make sure your mind is blank ere you go blind. And you should receive your complimentary newly regulatory firecracker in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, I'm not surprised since that's kind of explosive. The delivery folks will likely hold on to those until they do their own wonderful stuff come Halloween. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487 in T9. That spells C-I-T-R. Let's do this in the right order. It's 604-U-B-C-C-I-T-R. If I remember how to answer the phone, since it involves various levers and contraptions, a pulley system, some sort of Rudberg device, ball bearings on long Hot Wheels tracks, that kind of thing. Uh, do keep it short and sweet to the point. Since we are mixing everything live, this is a single-person operation. Can't just park it and leave everyone else hanging on the line. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, and on Instagram, it is my epic man. And I swear, I'll get the Mastodon handle in place soon enough. 
This week we're going to pay tribute to a person we've profiled extensively throughout the entire time we've been here at CITR since he had passed away last month, and that's the Japanese composer Ryushi Sakamoto. A long, fascinating career spanning many a decade, and we'll hear a considerable portion of his entire oeuvre, because at some point I had at least 20 soundtracks lined up, and it was going to be unmanageable, so we had to pair back, and originally I was going to have things like Snake Eyes and uh, some other recent pieces, but we scaled it back just to show a mix of what he could do. So electronic, acoustic, piano, always a great sense of melody, and someone we dearly miss. The show we started off with a new act, All Hands Make Light, and off of the debut album Darling the Dawn, we heard Waiting for the Light to Quit. It's a collaboration of Ariel Engel from La Force and Ephraim Manuel Menuk from Godspeed You, Black Emperor. So definitely in that Constellation vibe. Definitely Montreal scene, but definitely a newer angle, kind of like a guitar-free orchestral shoegaze. And they got some help from Sons Lion O'Neill on drums, Jessica Moss on violin, and behind the mixing board from Bernard Lake's Jace Lasik. We'll actually hear some of his production work later on in the show. And so far, what I've heard from Darling Dawn, Darling the Dawn, not Darling the Dawn, great album. Just came out. Well worth a listen to. And in the background, this is Niles Fromm. From his most recent album, 2022's Music for Animals, this is Right, Right, Right. Almost like uh, Matthew McConaughey with All Right, All Right, All Right, Wooderson, all that. And uh, Nils Fromm is playing a sold-out show at the Chan Center of the Performing Arts here on UBC campus as Tambor Concerts presents Niles Fromm this Wednesday, April 26th here on UBC campus. Doors are at 7, shows at 8. Hopefully you have your tickets because you're not getting them through the website. It's all ages, but there's a 19 and over bar. Beautiful stuff. Well worth a chance to catch live if you can. And we'll kick off with some new music here. Hopefully it was guiding us towards Sakamoto with some electronic textures here. And with our first album in 24 years, we have Everything But The Girl. Originally in the 1980s, they were part of what was called the pop scene, sort of jazzier folk pop. And... Um, that was what they basically stuck with for about a decade or so, but things changed in 1994 when their song Missing was remixed by Todd Terry into a club mix that became a huge international hit. So the duo of Tracy Thorne and Ben Watt went electronic. In 1999, they released what was considered then their final album, Temperamental, before they went on hiatus. Since then, they've done multiple solo projects, whether it's albums, whether it's guitar-related, whether it is what they call like a bedsit disco. Otherwise, they've worked on books, started a label called Buzz and Fly, various other production and album work. They also got married to each other in 2009. But during this COVID pandemic, they worked in secret, as after saying years of saying no to an everything but the girl reunion, they have a new album. So they chipped away at songs, and you still get the sense throughout the entire album fuse of their mix of acoustic electronic elements. As their kids looked on, 
they saw the magic unfold. And Fuse just came out last week. Four singles have come out in support of it already. And this song originally came back in January, wakening everyone back up to Tracy Thorne's tender voice, now a little bit rougher, along with Ben Watts' sense of music. So here's everything but the girl with nothing left to lose. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, live from the realms of Studio A, where the sun is finally going under the hill there. It's the radio station that waltzes while the world decays. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. skin this pain keeps getting in tell me what to do cause I've always listened to you and I'm here at your door and I've been here before tell me what to do cause nothing works without you
Hunting for new live music? Come see indie pop quintet Bridal Party live at the Cobalt on Tuesday, April 25th. Perform songs from their new album, Cool Down, out everywhere now. With support from Dassey and Doohickey Cubicle, tickets available at bridalpartytheband.com. Jesse Lanza. That was a one-off single that came out just a little while ago. Don't Leave Me Now. That song was written tied to a recent attack of agoraphobia after nearly being hit by a car upon first moving to her new home in Los Angeles. As recent work by Lanza goes, there's the 2021 DJ Kicks mix that features four previously unreleased songs. 
and then the 2020 album All the Time. So, too early to say if a new album is in the works or not. But here's hoping. Lively, energetic pop. And behind me, this is Tim Hecker off the new album No Highs. This is Glissalia. And the entire album was written in response to false, positive, corporate, ambient music. Something that's picked up a bit, for sure, during this pandemic. As everyone's looking at relaxing sounds and soothing material. Of course, algorithms exist. And people could try to generate themselves. In an unrelated fashion, next week's show is going to be pre-recorded. It will be yet again another all-ambient episode. And at some point, I need to profile some Tim Hecker. Since uh, he is coming to town. Playing May 20th at the Cobalt as part of a tour. But uh, he also did the score to the Brandon Cronenberg film Infinity Pool. So we'll try to line things up. Might be for Halloween. If not, we'll try to do something sooner. Just to emphasize the dark aspect of it. Since in his reaction to corporate ambient, he's got some more sinister elements there. Now, with all the mentions of other shows happening right now, CITR is going to be marking its 85th anniversary next month. COVID's definitely made things weird since uh, 1937 has some value, but uh, we'll mark 1938 as the true year. If not, it could be the 86th anniversary, but we haven't. It's been a while since we've had some parties celebrating our birthday. And we'll have a kickoff party this Friday, April 28th at Red Gates, featuring acts Spectra, Punching Knives, Lola's Songbook, and Mary. Doors are at 8. Tickets are $15 at the door, but no one's going to be turned around for lack of funds, so pay what you can. There'll be more events happening through the month of May, and uh, we're actually going to work on some special programming in light of that. So I'm going to look through my archives and see if any episodes jump out. If not, each week, regular listeners know there's a lot of variations based on greetings and other segments that happen. So maybe I'll chop some bits out and try to come up with a very awkward sounding prelude to some material that way so we'll figure it out hopefully painless both in construction and in listening head back to montreal with ormiston and recent album was the 2021 debut hammered down but there's a new single potentially preluding to another release and there's definitely an 80s cindy lopper vibe here here's ormiston with the single distortion of reality.
MRG Live presents Men I Trust, live at the Orpheum on May 3rd. Don't miss the Montreal Dream Pop Band as they bring their untourable album to Vancouver's most beautiful venue. Men I Trust, live at the Orpheum on May 3rd. Limited tickets remaining. Yay G, off her debut album, which came out a month ago, With a Hammer. We heard this is, we heard, I'll remember for me, I'll remember for you. It's interesting to hear the full album from the Korean American. After years of EP, singles, and mixtapes, offered a little bit more of a cozy, down-temple approach to house. But With a Hammer, as indicated by the title, tackles a rage in light of things like recent attacks on Asian Americans, including Asian Canadians, along with suppressed childhood traumas and then alienation. Moving stuff. And as touring goes, there are Canadian dates by AG, including Toronto, Montreal. She'll be getting as close as Seattle for the Day In Day Out Festival in August. In the background, this is Mark Corbin with the main title to the Amazon Prime series, The Peripheral. Season one came out last year. It's based on William Gibson's recent novel, involving a little bit of a different kind of approach to time travel. Definitely approaching a kind of modernish future. Season two should be coming out later this year. As for Corvin, he's a Toronto composer who we've profiled in the past for soundtracks like The Witch, 
and The Lighthouse. If you want those episodes, Exploding Head Movies episodes 482 from November 2019 and then 573 from October 2021. My name is Gak, and yes, this is Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And um, also from Toronto is this next act called You Can Can. And it features the vocalist Felicity Williams from acts like Bernice and Bahamas. And then uh, the synthesist Andrew Zuckerman, known for being in acts like Fleshtone Aura and the Bash Epoch Ensemble. The angle that they approach for this is based on the idea that it is not your Mariposa-type folk. It's just avant-garde folk processed in wonderful ways. And off their self-titled debut album through the Seance Center label, this will be You Can Can with Lustrous Swarm.
February 24th marks one year since Russian full-scale war against Ukraine and nine years of Ukrainian resistance against Russian invasion and imperialism. One year full of unimaginable horror and extreme resiliency. We're the Ukrainian Student Union at the University of British Columbia would like you to remind that the war is not over. Ukrainians are still suffering. Please consider donating to the government organization United24, launched by the President of Ukraine, as the main venue for collecting donations to cover the most pressing needs. Visit u24.gov.ua for more details. Glory to Ukraine!
Body Wash off their new album, If I Hold the Shape Where I Could. Sorry. I hold the shape while I could. The sun has now set behind the hill and my eyes are adjusting slowly and poorly. Body Wash off I Held the Shape While I Could. We heard In As Far. And Body Wash are the duo of Chris Stewart and Rosie Long Dechter. In 2019, they put out their debut album, Comforter. Definitely in kind of the dream pop phase that we heard towards the end of that track. But afterwards, they felt some alienation, similar to what Yeji felt with, with a hammer. Led to a bit more of a darker experimental space. And helping them out was the drummer Ryan White. And then when I talked about... Bernard Lakes, Jace Lasik, when I was talking about the band All Hands Make Light. Well, he's also mixing what we just heard. Body Wash. And behind me from Toronto, this is Anne Then, going back to 2021's Held. This is Beneath the Trees. Most recent release is 2022's Hope Remains. We got some time here, so let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. As usual, do note that a good many of these may be out already, so do consult with either your favorite record store or where you find your music online. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As uh, new releases go, one thing I completely failed on last week was we had Record Store Day last Saturday. Since obviously the sites I rely on for information fail to include that. But we'll quickly try to recap what's going on there. So, some of these deal with soundtracks we've profiled before. Otherwise, just a whole bunch of stuff that came out in the past. So, Blind Man, as scored by Stelvio Cipriani, came out through Abco Music and Records. The complete score from The Catherine Wheel, as done by Ricci Sakamoto's collaborator, David Byrne, came out through Rhino and Sire. Death Becomes Her. Escorted by Alan Silvestri came out through Concord of Arisa Saraband. John Powell's music from How to Train Your Dragon Part 2 came out through also Concord of Arisa Saraband. Ocean's 12, music from the motion picture, came out on a gold Fabergé egg vinyl. Features some original cues by David Holmes, and that's out through Real Gone Music, and that's the one that's kind of like in a 60s Euro-exploitation jazzy vibe and then Ennio Morricone's score from Senza Sapere Nolla Delay came out in yellow vinyl through Ume there's a bonus for you wrestling fans out there macho man Randy Savage be a man be released by limited run vinyl mm, snap it to wrestling Jim <clears throat> we gotta rest my voice next time I try to pull that off <laughs> blindly what other soundtracks are there? Well, Bo is Afraid, escorted by Bobby Kerlix, coming out through A24 Music. The TV series Big Beasts, escorted by Ruth Barrett, Dom James, and Claudio Olaccia. It's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Another TV series, The Diplomat, that was scored by Nathan Barr and Dimitri Smith. That's coming out through Netflix Music. Discontinued by Olaf Thorvaldsen, independently released. Lauren Balfe's score from the Apple TV Plus movie, Ghosted, is coming out through Lakeshore Records. 
The Mandalorian Season 3 has concluded, and Volume 2 of the Season 3 score done by Joseph Shirley with themes by Ludwig Göransson, out through Hollywood Records. Other People's Children, scored by Rob. That's coming out through Hippocampus and Les Films Velvet. Plan 75, and I should really look up the language that this came out originally, but it uh, looks French. Scored by Remy Boubet, that's out through Milan Records, and the TV series Secrets of the Elephants. Scored by Tom Howe, that's coming out through Hollywood Records. And then on the release front, a couple things to talk about here that aren't associated with Record Store Day. There's a physical version of Brian Dester's original score from A Good Person, out through Mercury Classics, and that includes a song album. And then Bernard Herrmann's scores to The Man Who Knew Too Much and On Dangerous Ground combined together in a re-recording, and that's out through Intrada. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Let's get a little poppy here before we start verging into Ryuchi Sakamoto territory. I'm trying to think if I need to juggle things chronologically afterwards or stick with the original plan, but... I think for the sake of my head, we'll stick with the original non-chronological order. But at the very least, tough age. They're back in Vancouver. They're a quartet again, kind of. Although Penny Clark sits mostly out of the forthcoming album waiting here. Due out in June through Mint Records. But you have Jared Evan Sampson back from Toronto. Original bassist from their time in Vancouver, Lauren Smith. And then Chris Martell is now on drums. So this is the lead track off of the new album waiting here. This will be Tough Age with time and again.
Harmonic Hooligans. We're gonna be a three little music friends. Every second Thursday at 2 p.m. We're here for music time. CITR 101.9.
Yes, that was Kate Bush with one of the first songs she put out as a teenager, which became the start of an impeccable career. Going back to 1978's The Kick Inside, we heard the original 7-inch version of Withering Heights. 2022 marked the impeccable return of Kate Bush, not with new material, but running up that hill from season four of Stranger Things, bringing her to new light. And as I understand it, there's a new compilation of her music coming out later this year called This Woman's Work. Part of the reason I played that is in honor of how that song ended with the guitar solo there, since uh, that was Ian Bearson on guitar. Scotsman, who's worked with acts like Kate Bush on her first two albums, The Kick Inside and Lionheart, also worked with the band's pilot, and the Alan Parsons Project did session work for Mick Fleetwood, Kenny Rogers, Joe Cocker, John Arison from Yes, and then toured with Eric Clapton and Sting. Embarrassing died on Friday, April 7th this year. He'd been suffering from dementia for quite some time, and he was 89 years old. And the second reason we played Wuthering Heights is in the background here. This is Ryuchi Sakamoto. From his score to the 1992 film adaptation known as Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights, as I'm trying to make that all German by accident there, I think the double dot over the E, the umlaut, or the diacritical mark, made me think it was German briefly. But Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights, this is the main theme as a piano version. This version was directed by Peter Kuzminski, star Juliet Binoche, Janet McTeer, and then making his film debut, Rafe Fiennes. And it does a different exploration of the film since it actually deals with the second generation of the folks there. Not really well liked, but this is how Fines got on Steven Spielberg's radar for his Oscar-winning role in Schindler's List. Although he made for a brooding Heathcliff, as it were. Uchi Sakamoto was born in Nakano, Tokyo in 1952. Studied at the Tokyo National University of Fine Arts and Music in 1970, which is where he got a bachelor's in music composition and then a master's in electronic and ethnic music. At some point, it seemed like he was more on a career path to be a researcher, especially when it comes to ethnomusic. But in 1975, he made his recording debut with the album or the release Disappointment. Hate Ruma with the percussionist Chitori Toshiyuki. He then got another session gig that blew up into a global hit. And yes, we're making it audible here. We're going to go in chronological order. Because the singer and bassist Haromi Hosono was working on a project. Originally, this was supposed to be a one-off, where the drummer Yukihiro Takahashi and Sakamoto and keyboards were to make a recording of Martin Denny's Firecracker. Originally, as a subversion of Oriental exoticism. But then they stuck it out together as a band and pioneered a whole spate of synth genres, ranging from synth-pop to electro to early hip-hop to techno. We'll get into some more of the stuff that Sakamoto explored in solo. And in the trio, Sakamoto was nicknamed the Professor, since he was always playing with gear. With a lot of the synths that we associate with the 80s, Yellow Magic Orchestra was one of the first ones to play with it. And we're going to go with two tracks here from 1981, but from two separate albums. 
from BGM. Here's the Yellow Magic Orchestra featuring Ryuchi Sakamoto. This will be Q.
This winter, Vancouver will enjoy the customary drizzle, fog, and perhaps a modicum of the white stuff. On the other hand, for $195, you can enjoy the shine of Mexico. Mexico. Wherever you are, you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting live from Vancouver, UBC, on the unceded territory of the Coast Salish, Hunkaminum-speaking Musqueam people. This is Bijou Noir, and you're listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. This must be the ugliest This must be the ugliest piece of bread I've ever eaten.
My name is Garrick. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory from UBC campus. If you can't listen to us on your radio, we are streaming live at www.citr.ca. We're also available on Telesoptic on channel 7023. We're at two songs here by, or there by a Yellow Magic Orchestra. First Q off of BGM. Then an ode to the ugliest piece of bread ever seen. Off of 1981's Technodelic, we heard Pure Jam. And in the background, originally off of Neil Magic Orchestra's 1978 self-titled debut, but covered here by the faux exotica band from Germany, Senor Coconut and his orchestra, off of 2005's Yellow Fever. This is Tong Poo. Appearing on this track, Jorge Gonzalez, and believe it or not, Ryushi Sakamoto. Yo Magic Orchestra put out seven albums from 1978 to 1983, and they were the biggest band in Japan at the time. Fans everywhere, and their success spanned across oceans. They managed to get a Soul Train appearance, where they did their cover of Tighten Up. Their song, Behind the Mask, was covered by Michael Jackson, although it was never released as part of Thriller. We only found out posthumously. He added some additional lyrics, which Sakamoto then used in later versions. And uh, it is... Yo, Magic Works are spearheaded a lot of things, whether it's the British Numerantic movement, movement. Can't imagine Duran Duran without that can't imagine a whole bunch of others as well. And then, yes, techno. Other things of that ilk. But the band weren't really into success. And they found the entire fandom thing aloof, especially Sakamoto, since he always just questioned it as the professor. Now, I have completely mixed up my notes here. But um, we're going to listen to a bit of side projects here before we get into solo Sakamoto. And... There was a band out of Britain, oddly enough called Japan, that were kind of like new romantic predecessors. They weren't big in their native United Kingdom at all, but based on their band name and the sound, they did get big in Japan. And the lead singer David Sylvan worked with Ryuchi Sakamoto in a few things, and this song off of Japan's 1980 album, Gentlemen Take Polaroids, features not only a co-write by Sakamoto, but Sakamoto on keyboards. So we'll listen to a Japan track before some famous collaborations between Sylvian and Sakamoto is Japan, along with Sakamoto, were taking islands in Africa. Thank you. 
David Sylvian, along with Ruchi Sakamono, with the remix of Bamboo Houses. That's off a 1982 single, with the A-side of simply Bamboo Music, which definitely features a bit more of a straightforward synth-pop sound. You can also find that on David Sylvian's compilation of Victim of Stars. And behind me, perhaps their most famous collaboration together. David Sillian did the vocals, and Ruchi Sakamoto did the music. This is the Florentino mix of Forbidden Colors. And the instrumental version is the main theme from the 1983 film Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Directed by Nagisa Oshima, starring Ruchi Sakamoto as a prisoner guard. Prison, like prisoner guard, a prison guard as part of a prisoner war camp during World War II in Japan. And he's attracted to a South African soldier as portrayed by David Bowie. We profiled that in the past once the soundtrack became available in North America. That was only back about 10 years ago. But uh, we profiled it December 2014 as part of a holiday episode in Exploding Hibuis 243. At the time, Sakamoto had a great rapport with David Bowie, at least from an acting sense, but Sakamo was too shy to ask Bowie for help with the soundtrack since they figured that they were both focusing on their acting. And in the past, Bowie couldn't really act and sing at the same time, but over the years, that did improve. They both lived in New York City for quite some time, and much to Sakamoto's regret, they never reconnected, especially once Bowie died in 2016. So yes, all the Sylvian work was released during the time of Yellow Magic Orchestra. So in 1984, YMO spread out instead of breaking up. And they reunited a couple times for either charities or other works. And sometimes they actually did work together, although 
they didn't say they reunited when they recorded together at times. So it would be Sakamoto guesting with this act. System Shock, I think, was one of them. But uh, Sakamoto made his debut solo album in 1978 called The Thousand Knives. We'll hear a cover of that shortly. But I wanted to highlight the 1980 album B2 Unit, since that album helped develop electro, hip-hop, and even one track was a prelude to Jungle. And Sakamoto was highly regarded from Dusseldorf to Detroit, to the point that Dusseldorf is where Kraftwerk figured out what Yo! Magic Orchestra was up to. And they got on it great, although Yo! Magic Orchestra bristled with the German formalism because they want to have a little bit more fun. And in the case of Detroit, well, that's where hip-hop comes in since if folks like Mantronics and then in the Bronx like African Bombada, they got what Yo! Magic Orchestra was up to and they became a part of the samples. We'll go off of 1985's Esperanto here because, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of Sakamoto to choose from. I may miss your favorite, but definitely look up his oeuvre if you're not familiar with it. Here's Richie Sakamoto with Adelic Penguins, and then we'll start getting into the soundtrack extensively here. Thank you. 
the 22nd edition of DOXA Documentary Film Festival returns May 4th to May 14th, 2023. Committed to cultivating curiosity and critical thought, DOXA will present both short and feature films from across Canada and around the globe, representing some of the best in documentary cinema. This year, DOXA is once again returning to local theaters. The in-person festival will include live conversations with filmmakers as well as industry-specific events. The festival program will be announced soon. Visit doxafestival.ca for more information. Hmm, okay, let's see here. Blend equal parts science and stories. Add a few shakes of music and soundscape and wrap it all up in a big question. How can we see this more than human world in a new light and take part in shaping a healthy Anthropocene? Catch Future Ecologies every Sunday at 8 a.m. on CITR. You are listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. From his portion, to the score, to the 1987 film by Bernardo Bertolucci, based on Puy's 1964 autobiography, From the Last Emperor, we heard Ryuchi Sakamoto with Rain, subtitled, I Want a Divorce. The Last Emperor was a big hit in 1987. won nine Oscars at the 60th Academy Awards, including Ryuchi Sakamoto's only Oscar, which 
which he shared with David Byrne and Kong Su. And we profiled The Last Jumper in Exploding Head Movies episode 282 from September 2015. Just one of the great film scores that Ruchi Sakamoto worked on. Uh, behind me, before I forget, this is a cover by the Brooklyn Act Columbo, and that's spelled with a K. Although Frank Locrasto, who is behind Columbo, is originally from Landlocked, Texas. Most recent album is 2022's Gung Ho, but this version of Thousand Knives appears as part of the Aquarium Drunkard radio series, something called the Black Nyap Sessions. And yes, this is the title track, or the original version is the title track to Ruchi Sakamoto's 1978 album, Thousand Knives. Ruchi Sakamoto's first score... It wasn't Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. It was his second. He also worked on Daijibu, My Friend. Also worked on various things like the anime Royal Space Force, The Wings of Hone Amise, and soundtracks were profiled in the past, which we will allude to later on in this set, including The Handmaid's Tale, the TV series Wild Palms, Little Buddha, and... Uh, some Brian De Palma, like Snake Eyes and Femme Fatale. But we're going to start with a video game, which is appropriate because Yellow Magic Orchestra, some of the first singles that they released, aside from being Exotica covers, were video game theme music. And this comes from a Sega Dreamcast game from 2000 called LOL, which isn't laugh out loud, it's lack of love. And it is a generative life game based on the idea that you let the game play and as from a single creature you start terraforming and you grow the game was never released in North America but there was a fan translation that came out a few years ago but the soundtrack totally came out through Warner in Japan so from his score to the video game LOL, Lack of Love, here's Ryuchi Sakamoto with Birth and then we'll start hopping around a little bit in time here but hopefully we'll get a sense of the various styles that Sakamoto has. Melody is still the forefront of what we'll hear. But yeah, we'll hear symphonic, we'll electronic, we'll hear solo piano. Thank you. 
From the score to the 2016 film Rage, otherwise known in Japanese as Ikari, we heard Confusion. And uh, Ikari was directed by Lee Sang-il, based on Shuichi Hiroshida's mystery novel of the same name, following three separate stories in a suburban neighborhood in Tokyo where a murder happens, and the police narrow things down to three suspects, each with their own tale to tell. In the background, this is Finesh, along with Richie Sakamoto, and off of the 2011 album Flumina. This is 0424. Chris Finesh is known for Viennese kind of experimental ambient music. And the premise behind Flumina is there's 24 pieces 
that Ryuchi Sakamoto worked on Waltz touring in Japan, and on each date, he played a piano piece in a different key on the piano, spanning the 24 keys in the Western notation. He sent the tracks then to Fenege to remix, and it was a beautiful release. We'll talk about some other recent collaborations, especially because there's a tribute album that came out recently. But uh, one album I do want to talk about that was perhaps the reawakening of Sakamoto, and that was 2017's Async. It was his 19th solo studio album, and the first one since 2009's Out of Noise, but it was also the first release since he'd been recovering from throat cancer in 2015. Back then, we thought Ryuchi Sakamoto would stop making music. And uh, it felt like we were about to lose somebody back then, but there has been then a kind of a... We got a bonus time, like an epilogue of sorts, with additional music. Of course, during this time, he still... Well, prior to that, he had done other film scores and TV work as well. But yeah, there was a noticeable gap between 2012 and 2015 when he worked on films like Living With My Mother and The Revenant. We're going to listen to a cue from Revenant shortly here, but I want to dig up some recent material because we're going to listen to a cover, as I mentioned. But we'll go from 2019 from the film Proxima, which is the story, and I've lost my notes here. And Proxima, French film directed by Alice Vinacourt, starring Ava Green as an astronaut, but also a mother and deal with the life balance involved there. From the score to Proxima, here's Ruchi Sakamoto with training, and then we'll go with some other recent film work before getting into these covers, and then some final original music from him.
From the score to the 2020 film The Staggering Girl, a short directed by Luca Guaragnino, Julianne Moore, and Maureen Keller. We heard Richie Sakamoto there with the ambient version of Dance. Most recent film scores that Sakamoto worked on include films like Minamata, Love After Love, Beckett, After Yang, and then something we'll circle back to shortly. But behind me, from recent tribute album to Ryuchi Sakamoto called To the Moon and Back, this is Alva Noto with a remodel of Sakamoto's theme from The Sheltering Sky. We prof- profiled Sakamoto's score back in July 2019, episode Exploding Hemus, episode 465. And a wonderful romantic score there. And now Venoto is a regular collaborator with Sakamoto. They've released various albums together and worked on a few film scores as well. Something that we'll actually hear shortly, but I do want to talk about some of their acts on To the Moon and Back. Since it features other regular collaborators like Del David Sylvian, Cornelius, and then other folks like Thundercat, Electric Youth, Hildur Guthnodotter, Devante Hines, and the Cinematic Orchestra. For this cue, we're going to go off of the 2016 or the 2015 film The Revenant, which was notable because this was the comeback score for Ichi Sakamoto after his throat cancer. But he needed Alva Noto's help for some of it, along with the Nationals' Bryce Dessner. And at the time, the Motion Picture Academy of Arts and Sciences said that the score was not eligible for an Oscar because it had too many composers. But since then, the rule has changed, so other acts can have collaborations there. Here is the 404.0 remodel of... Ruchi Sakamoto and Alvo Noda's theme from The Revenant.
from his score to the science fiction horror anime series Exception, which we profiled last November on episode 625. That was Richie Sakamoto with Atmosphere Transformer Plant. And at this stage, that's the final soundtrack that Sakamoto released, at least when he was alive. In the background, from his final album, also released while he was alive, from this year's 12. This is 2021, 1201. Referring to the date that he recorded this, since upon the diagnosis of his rectal cancer, so stemming from throat cancer, which he managed to fight off, but rectal cancer came in a few years ago, he started recording music as part of Daily Diaries, just something to keep him busy, and then from that he was able to release a fair bit there. There actually is a new release coming out this week, associated with Richie Sakamoto. It's a compilation done by the Academy Award-winning filmmaker Alejandro G. Inaritu, who directed The Revenant, uh, scored by Richie Sakamoto, who were here before. Uh, it's called Travesia. So you'll find Alvanoto there. You'll find some other work from Sakamoto across his vast career. And that's coming out through Milan Records. It's digitally this week, and then physically next week. Richie Sakamoto died on March 28th this year. That was only announced after his funeral on April 2nd. He had moved from New York in 2020. Couldn't exactly place whether it was pre-pandemic or mid. Based on the Japanese borders at the time, I suspect it was beforehand. And yes, he was 71 years old. There's still talk, at least, of some posthumous work since there were some art installations that were scheduled for the summer and then a virtual reality concert in Manchester this summer, but live as death, not sure fully what will happen there. But I'll dig up some more Sakamoto for a pre-record next week, because as I mentioned, we'll do an, another all-ambient episode while I'm on the road. But yes, that's it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up in a few minutes, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to around midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. So yes, May is coming up, and as noted, CITR is marking its 85th anniversary then, so I'll try to work on some special programming there, dig up something from the archives, chop a whole bunch of bits together, we'll see how time permits. But yeah, we'll look at some overdue Ennio Morricone, and maybe some Barry White as well, we'll see. Anyways, let's spark another recent death in the music world, and this was talked a lot about last week, but there's plenty of little bit catch up here, and that's Ahmad Jamal. Great jazz pianist. And uh, along with being an educator, band leader, and composer, he was kind of a pioneer of the modern jazz trio. And uh, I was going to play something off the 1970 album The Awakening, since that's been sampled extensively by hip-hop. Glorious bit, but uh, my copy is not working, so we're going to go off this piece, since it is a version of the theme from a film uh, scored by André Prevan. And you can find this off the 1969 album Ahmad Jamal top. Poinciana revisited. Poinciana referring to perhaps his best known track, which you should definitely hunt down, especially from another 60s live album. So we're going to have Frank Gatt on drums here, Jamil Suleiman on bass, and then Ahmad Jamal on piano. This will be the theme from the film from 1964, Valley of the Dolls. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, stay safe. There's still a pandemic going on. You'll hear me 
next week. I'll see you in a fortnight. Take care. <laughs>